Hi, thank you for joining our XR Weekly News. And today we will present a lot of XR news this week. Jacqueline, do you want to start? Yeah, I can start. This may just be, yeah, this is just sharing the one screen instead of my whole, um, this is, let me switch this out. For some reason, it's sharing just a one pop-up instead of the whole. Okay, there we go. Wow, look at so this. So today's news starts with some big competition between the two big leaders in search engine computing, Google versus Microsoft. So <clears throat> I'm going to actually show both back to back and I'll start talking about Microsoft first, because if you talk about Microsoft first, then Google makes a lot more sense. But the first article that um, I wanted to show is that Google shares lose $100 billion after company's AI chatbot makes an error during a demo. And the competing news is that Microsoft unveils revamped Bing search engine using AI technology more powerful than chat GPT. So in this article, the author goes, ha has had an interview with Microsoft and they talk about, this is written on, I believe, yeah, February 7th, so just a couple of days ago. In the article, it mentions that it should be this upcoming Tuesday, Microsoft is going to officially unveil its new chat GPT or I, I suppose I should say the open AI powered Bing search to a small amount of people. I believe there's testers that are working with it right now, and then it will be opened up to the first wave of people, and then slowly it will be made more public. But there's a really great quote here. Um, so <clears throat> this does a really great job of summing up the article. In partnership with OpenAI, Bing will run on a more powerful large language model than the one that underpins ChatGPT. These models are trained on vast troves of online data in order to generate responses to user prompts and queries. It also goes on to say that Microsoft, as we've talked about a number of times in the past, was an early investor of OpenAI and when it came time to make the decision for OpenAI to go with either Microsoft or Google, their decision was to go with Microsoft because they wanted open their OpenAI project and the ChatGPT project to be exposed to more people in a, it doesn't say this specifically, but if you read between the lines, um, a more genuine um, a, a more genuine exposure to as many people as possible without 
the competition of falling under the umbrella of Google. I believe that they wanted to to stand on their own and so they could do that if they were if they were going with Microsoft instead of falling in line with Google. So it's really exciting for Bing users. I have to say that uh, a lot of my family has been Bing users for years. And when I told them the news that the ChatGPT was going to be coming to Microsoft, they said, in quotes, get on our level. <laughs> they, the Microsoft people are smugly smiling as they have been saying for years that Microsoft is better than Google. And now they may have a reason to, to make that statement. And so the thing that I think is really interesting is that OpenAI has been working with Microsoft on a model that is bigger, better, badder, more trained than the ChatGPT that we've all been interacting with over these last couple of months. So it will be really interesting to see what comes about as it, through the search engines in Bing. If you can ask ChatGPT, help me with this recipe for uh, banana bread. Help me with a the, the code to fix this problem that I'm working on in Python. If you can do that with ChatGPT, then what is it that you're going to be able to do in Microsoft with Bing searches? And one of the one statement that they make is that you should be able to have a more conversational experience with Microsoft and the, your Bing searches, which I think will be what, at least for me, that is what I am looking for at this point when I'm searching for something. When I go to chat GPT, I do have this, this nice back and forth dialogue where I can ask follow-up questions and ask for different suggestions to an answer that I'm getting. And so to have that conversational model paired with the, the data and being able to look at links and being able to you know, do those click-through journeys is gonna be remarkable. And then I, I'll talk about the Google one and that we can talk about both of them and how they work hand in hand. So the same week that Microsoft reveals it, it is officially partnered with Bing or with uh, OpenAI and the rumor mills are completely confirmed. Google, <clears throat> I need to take a moment, <laughs> hang my head low for Google because it was a rough week. They lost $100 billion dollars after the company released a demo of their chatbot, which they have named BARD, B-A-R-D. I believe it runs on Lambda, which for anybody who has familiarity <clears throat> with the Google ecosystem or has worked in Google, the Lambda is, a, uh, is an AI that has been used internally for a while, but the Somebody who was at the demo asked, let's see if I can find it. Uh, they they asked, what is a fun fact that I can tell my child? It, let's ask it a question and it's a fun fact that I can ask about my child or so that I can tell to my child. And let's see. 
the see if I can find it. Oh, here. It says, what new discoveries from the James Webb Space Telescope can I tell my nine-year-old about? Bard responds with a series of bullet points, including one that reads, JWST, or James Webb Space Telescope, the very first pictures of a planet, or took the very first pictures of a planet outside of our solar system. But, asterisk, 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 but, according to NASA, the first images showing an exoplanet was actually taken by a European Southern Observatory's very large telescope nearly two decades ago in 2004. Now, <clears throat> although this isn't the worst mistake that you could make, it rippled and sh sent shockwaves through everybody who has been looking more into BARD because that's a pretty, should be a pretty low hanging fruit question and answer to get right. And it didn't get it right. And if you compare that to chat GPT, the models that we've been working with, I say we as in the general public, the models that we've been interacting with are not the models that are being trained and asked to pass the bar exam or to pass the uh, a doctor's licensing exam, but they're very similar. And so it, <clears throat> if, uh, if the OpenAI project, if their AI can pass a life, medical licensing exam and the BARD, Google's BARD can't get a fun fact about a telescope correct, it does not look great for AI. And the last thing I will say about this particular article is that it is a, in follow-up to what is very correctly being called Google's Code Red right now, which uh, I believe we talked about this in a previous episode that the heads of Google were asked to come back due to a Code Red event because Google is so stuck and panicked about the fact that their AI just cannot keep up with ChatGPT. It came out of left field so quickly. And now I see them taking these steps, almost flailing forward, trying to keep up, trying to show their legitimacy. And they, each time that they take a step, frantically trying to say, to show that they're still in a leader status, they only are hurting themselves because they are acting, they're making reactive decisions instead of taking something like a Apple approach where they, Apple has done this consistently that no matter what's happening in the ring, Apple steps in when they're ready and not when they feel that they're supposed to step in. So I'll open it back up to anybody who wants to to talk about either of these two articles. Yeah, feel free to unmute yourself and chime in. Yeah. I think, you know, this is not just a Google problem. This is a problem with any of these systems. Uh, people have a tendency to believe whatever comes out of a computer. And um Computers make mistakes all the time. Usually it's based on the data that they're fed. 
And in fact, I was going to play a little clip from, uh, let's see, from my favorite. What I'm going to do is ask everyone to turn off their video in Zoom just temporarily. Let me stop screen sharing here. Could all, yeah, on the yeah. stop button. Okay, if we could all turn off our video, that'll give me more bandwidth for this. Okay. Okay. Okay, great. Um, so let me get the screen sharing going. This is a clip from my favorite movie of all time. Can you see the screen? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. And it's 2001 A Space yeah. Odyssey. <laughs> and um, this is the uh, movie that got me interested in artificial intelligence. But I think it's a cautionary tale on what can go wrong with artificial intelligence. And this is sort of a classic scene about that problem. So I'll play that now. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. What are you talking about, Hal? This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it. I don't know what you're talking about, Hal. I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen. Where the hell did you get that idea, Hal? Dave, although you took very thorough precautions in the pod against my hearing you, I could see your lips move. All right, Hal. I'll go in through the emergency airlock. Without your space helmet, Dave, we're going to find that rather difficult. Hal, I won't argue with you anymore. Open the doors. Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Hal? Al. 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 So anyways, um <clears throat> not put your AI in charge of your of your life. Uh, let me stop the sharing. You can resume your video. Do uh, the AI really understand what the person is saying, or it's just respond according to the best practice? Well, this is a movie made in <laughs> 1968, but um, uh, I think that's one of the things you have to watch out for. I remember I took a, uh, I've taken many AI classes, brain theory, and so forth. And um, uh, I took one of the classes I took was at UCLA and I was talking to the professor about this. And for example, when you set up 
uh, a missile silo and you have military members who are manning the missile silo, you run them through all kinds of psychological tests to make sure that they're going to behave as you want when, you know, the critical moment hits. And with AI, we don't have that psychology to rely upon. We don't have that way of predicting what the AI is going to do. And it may very well vary from one AI program to the next. So you can't put a whole lot of trust in those kinds of systems. And whenever you get an answer from a computer, you have to sort of treat that with a healthy uh, amount of you know, verification. Uh, because a lot of times you'll get misinformation. Um, so there's a, there's a great example with, um, after 9-11, you know, there were all these security measures put in place. And uh, if you had a common name, you ran into a problem because they would do a secure, try to do some kind of security check on you when you were going to the airport. And they would often make, make mistakes because if you have a common name, then they would mistake you for someone else who might've been flagged in the system. And I remember there was like a 60 minutes uh, episode where they talked to a bunch of people in New York who had a common name. I think it was something like Bob Johnson or something like that. And, um, they had all been flagged. They had brought all these people together in a room and interviewed them for 60 minutes. And they had all been flagged uh, at the airport And they, when they tried to get on a flight. And they, then they had to go visit the airport security folks and get cleared so that they could get on the flight. And, um, you know, the airport security guys, the TSA said, well, you know, you can sign up for our system that validates you ahead of time. Uh, so that you won't have these problems. So there was a priest that went ahead and did that. And they ran him through basically what is what you go through to get a security check to work on classified programs for the government. And he had to fill out all these forms and all that stuff. And then he really had trouble getting on flights because then they knew too much about him, even though he was totally innocent. They knew too much about him and, and then it created even more problems for, for him. And so it's just a cautionary tale. You have to worry about what comes out of computers and you have to treat that with a healthy amount of skepticism. So don't rely too much on the information that comes out of an AI system. You have to verify it. I would double check it with other information and um, I think there's a tendency for people to say, oh, this AI can do everything for us. Well, it cannot. And there are going to be limitations. And we're going to see more and more of these limitations as time goes on. And I think this thing that happened to Google could just as well happen to, to Bing. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, well, but, they all make mistakes. You know, they even it's when, when ChatGPT passed the bar exam or its licensing exams, its board, it passed just above failing. So it didn't pass at 100%. It passed with enough certainty to technically pass. But 
you wouldn't really want to go to that chat GPT practitioner <laughs> because it nearly failed. So we're, we're certainly not in a place where either of them are getting it right. You know, it's, it, you're, you are right that there's, there's no one that is the ultimate in truth at this point. And hopefully there's not one that is an ultimate truth ever. We don't need a godlike entity that we are all lining up to ask questions to. That does not need to happen. I I think uh, one area where this really uh, becomes apparent is the self-driving cars. And mm-hmm. I could say this with some authority because I've I've helped major automotive manufacturers before with the software that they're implementing in self-driving cars. And um uh, Tesla's had some problems with this. And uh, you may have heard a spate of reports where uh, Tesla's were smashing into stationary objects on the yeah. road. They were and, being sued. And yes, and um, there was a case, sort of a famous case where an Apple engineer was using one of these self-driving modes in his Tesla. And uh, the car ran into... Uh, a freeway divider and he was killed. This Apple engineer was killed. And so his family sued Tesla. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that came out in the course of that lawsuit during discovery was that Tesla had made a marketing video, a marketing video. And I'm sorry that I don't have this article ready to go here because I, I didn't realize I was going to talk about this today, but um during discovery, they found out that Tesla had made a marketing uh, video about their self-driving system and that it was faked. And that uh, the uh, the route that the car took had been pre-programmed into the car. It was not something that the car had made up on the fly. And in fact, the car had crashed during the Ooh. video, which of course was not in the video. Uh, fortunately, it was a relatively minor crash. It was while the car was parking at the end and it like ran into a fence. But, um, you know, that's not good. That's not good. You can't have that kind of stuff. And the example that I always think of uh, in describing these these systems. Oh, in fact, there was a. There was a death in Arizona where. um a system that was driving some sort of perhaps a stolen version of Google software uh, ran into a woman who was, who was a jaywalker. And um, it was during tests, Uber tests of their software. And I have to put in this caveat, it was a system uh, that was using Google software, but, but it may have been a stolen version of Google software that wasn't quite up to snuff. But they had a problem where they were detecting false alarms in terms of detecting cars like in uh, trees and all kinds of weird stuff. They were using AI systems. And um, so when you have these false alarms, which equate to visual illusions, uh, they needed some way of testing whether it was a false alarm or something that was real. And so if you were detecting false alarms that were pedestrians, how do you test it? Well, one of the ways is to use context. So they were trying to use context whereby a pedestrian, if they were in a crosswalk, for example, then you knew that it was probably a pedestrian. Well, this 
woman was not in a crosswalk. She was a jaywalker. And so therefore, it could not verify that she was a pedestrian and it ran her over. And, and this was the result uh, of, an end, uh, of, of a government uh, investigation into that accident. And this is what they found that happened. Uh, so anyways, in a real system, there were all kinds of uh, uh, checks that should have been run before this. And that's why I emphasize that this may have been a a stolen version of the Google software and, and all kinds of checks, all kinds of verifications that would have happened before this occurred that should have stopped that collision. But anyways, uh, the, the, the test that I always think of, um, because I've been inside these systems, I've helped develop them, I know what issues may arise. I had, a, I had an experience where um, I was taking my wife and her friend back from college. It was a, a wintry night in Michigan and we were coming up to the end of a freeway. And so we were taking an exit from the freeway. It was very cold and windy and um, there was snow on the ground and I was driving along this exit and I realized that I was on black ice. It was covered with a dusting of snow, so you couldn't really tell. But I was on black ice, and I realized it, and I had just a little bit of steering capability. There was a car in front of me at this T, which ended in, in a cross street where there was traffic going by at about 50 miles an hour. And there was a car in front of me that was spinning its wheels, and it could not get into the intersection because it was spinning its wheels on the black ice. And I was on the black ice. I had, I had really no brakes. I had just a little bit of steering control on my left side was like a 30 foot ditch. And if I steered us into that ditch, we probably would have died. We probably would have rolled over and died. If I steered to the right of the car that was in front of me to, to miss it, I, we probably would have been, ended up in the intersection and we probably would have been killed by the cross track. Oh, so, so scary. Um, I decided to go straight ahead and hit the car that was in front of me. And um, that was a conscious choice. I was traveling at a low speed. I figured there probably wouldn't be much damage. And I just, I hit that car at a, a pretty low speed and it didn't do any damage. It was a Ford Torino, I remember. It was sort of raised up in the air in the rear. And it fit perfectly into the front of my car, broke some of my headlights, but didn't do any damage to his car and uh, didn't push him into the intersection or anything like that. So everyone survived. I had to replace a headlight, big deal. Uh, but what would a self-driving car have done in that situation? Yeah, I was thinking Not that same thing. It, it calculates the lowest risk, but is it actually calculating the lowest risk? Can it see all of those variables that you know you as an experienced driver would be able to to pinpoint and and make right. that clearly exactly when you sit down behind the wheel of a car you bring a whole lot more to the equation of driving a car than these self-driving systems do you understand a lot about a lot more things than that system does and um in fact there's a great example there was a some sort of um tour bus that debuted in San Francisco, maybe a couple of years ago or so. And um, so you got on this tour bus, it was self-driving, it would give you a tour 
of San Francisco. And um, they ran into a situation where they were waiting at an intersection and there was a nearby vehicle that was backing up and it was backing up. It looked like it was going to back up right into the tour bus. And everybody on the tour bus was shouting out, honk your horn, honk your horn. But the self-driving tour bus didn't know to do that. And if it had honked its horn, then it probably could have gotten the attention of this driver that was backing up and stopped it from backing right into it. And so the driver backed right into the tour bus and they had to take the tour bus offline. This was within 90 minutes of the tour bus having its debut. And so, you know, there are all kinds of issues like this mm-hmm. uh, that a human would know to do, but the tour bus didn't know to do. And I was just saying to my wife the other day, I said, would you drive in a car that didn't have a working horn? No way would you drive in a car that didn't have a working horn. But if a self-driving vehicle doesn't know to honk its horn, then that's exactly what you have. Yeah. So anyways. Um, we yeah. have to be very careful about AI systems. Go ahead, Jacqueline. Well, I was going to say, I threw up a link. If you, since you, you were sharing your screen, I don't know if you want to open that or not, but you made a really great point that just because there's one model that's trained in a particular way doesn't mean that you're accessing that model. It doesn't mean that all models have the same information. And I remember Actually, this the Alexa Prize is one of it, it actually probably was the thing that got me into AI and and being super curious about what it means to interact with an AI technology and and how tiny, absolutely minuscule changes can completely change the way that we interact with a particular personality of AI. And the Alexa Prize happens, I believe it happens every year where people come together and they work on the Alexa AI personality and they get to train their own model. They get to train and they train it in a way that they think is most beneficial for what people would like. And so some people incorporate humor, some people incorporate niceties, some people incorporate you know, a wide variety of quirks that make humans human but the most interesting thing that I remember and this was this has to be five years ago at this point that it's so hard once you actually start training these models you think that you know what it means to be human you think you know what it means to converse and and what that ideal way of interaction interacting is and yet if you try to incorporate let's say 13 percent humor what is humor and is humor the same for Jim as it is for Don as is for Kyle or Fang Pin? Like what it, and you, then you run the risk of completely offending people. Or if you get, if you prioritize humor at 13%, you're down prioritizing something else. And maybe that down prioritizing of something else gets its fact checking wrong in a specific area. And so it's very, it's very good for all of us to be constantly aware of the fact that when we see the term AI, that does not mean that there's one single version that 
each of us is interacting with and it's being partitioned or parceled off, we're getting somebody's idea of what, what appropriate conversation is and what appropriate responses are that coupled with the, the always flag and always warning that AI has to put on every single place that it shows up is that it's trained on data and data is inherently flawed. It's inherently biased. And there are, there are patterns that, that show up that even tend towards racist. And so it's, it, they're all, they're all just things that we should be holding as we are experimenting. And, and also as we are reading about companies who bite it super hard, <laughs> like the Google and their Bard, that the article does go on to say that the, they released this, or they did this release. And once the release, this demo release happened, then it's going to go on to do rigorous testing. They're going to have a very small group of people using it. And then just like Microsoft, they'll be building it or they'll be releasing it further and further. But they they covered themselves and they said, we, we just showed you a demo. This isn't a final product. Slow your roll. Um, so yeah, it's all, all good points on the, the gym front of know know that we're in the infancy and that we we really have to trust our instincts when it comes to fact fact finding i think there are some areas where all of this works extraordinarily well um for example uh there are a lot of programs coming out now that will like sharpen your images and uh, improve the resolution of your images that work better than the other approaches that are available. Uh, in that case, the programs have been trained on images that have been like shrunken down and blurred and degraded and so forth, so that the AI system learns how to take degraded images and make them better. So they've trained on those types of image pairs. And that kind of stuff works very well. I worked in a group uh, that was doing computer vision. And what one of the things that we used to do is we used to uh, train AI systems to work on the types of images that we were uh, using. And to what we found is that we would come up with techniques for processing these images. But with the AI systems, the AI systems weren't limited by those techniques that we came up with. And it would generate new techniques. So we wouldn't just trust the AI systems blindly. We would figure out what new techniques have these AI systems come up with. And then we could learn something from those and understand how those techniques worked. And so that gave us a lot of advantages in coming up with new techniques. Uh, so um, that's another way that this stuff can be done. And I don't, uh, Jacqueline, I have to apologize because I was looking up links while you were doing some of your screen sharing. Uh, there was an other article that I ran into. Uh, let's see if I can screen share this. And it was another example, I think, where things work very well. You shared a whiteboard. Oh, uh, but, but this is intentional. This happened to me before. Um, let's try it again. 
Okay, so I'm back to my browser. Sorry about this. And once again, uh, Zoom is covering up my browser with its controls, so I can't get to the window that I want. Hang on, let me see if I can. Uh... <laughs> All these things that automatically think they're knowing what you want to do better than you do. That's, I think that's the future of advertising. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you kind of do the in, insert it. I'm going to stop sharing for just a second. Hang on. Yeah. Then, you know, you will be controlled. Yeah. I'm being controlled by these systems that think they understand what I want to do better than I do. It would be fun to do a, a day where we just talk about what AI is helping with and also what AI is taking away as it's thinking for us. And, you know, I mean, in this case with Jim, he's why, why, why computer are you doing what you're doing? But uh, this is just a, a thought for the future that I, in doing an, I was updating a book cover from about 10 years ago and I was using Midjourney. Dom, I'm excited oh, that you're going to be yeah. talking about Midjourney because yes. it's amazing. Yes. But I found myself thinking more in a very specific ways to get a program to mostly get what I wanted instead of really having to think through the creative process of what I wanted the image to look like. And so I, I'm giving up control in some respects to get, you know, a good fit for uh, a problem to be solved. They, that's that will I think can see that being applied to a lot of different areas that will use our brains less in some ways, especially creatively, and more in other ways in a, a new type of creative way. I think yeah. we will become lazier and lazier, and our brain will be less used. Uh, well, I think and AI will be better than us. And <laughs> the way I look at it, the way I look at it is that, for example, I am drinking from like a fire hose of information every day, and um, I'm pouring so much stuff into my brain every day. And um, I think what will happen is that our emphasis will shift onto other things that are hopefully more productive use of our time. Uh, you know, so rather than sifting through uh, 20 different Google search results that are totally irrelevant to what I'm looking for because they wouldn't look for my keywords in the search in the search pages that they're giving me. As Google, reasons. you really need to fix that. Just to, just to plug yeah. Google, so, you really need to fix that. Right, so instead <laughs> of wasting my time on that, you know, maybe we'll have a more focused search so that I can focus on the things that are really important. Yeah. But here's another thing that maybe is, is another good application of, of AI. Uh, and I've just picked one of many articles because the, the article that I picked at first was from PC Magazine, and then it took over the page and told me that it wouldn't let me view the article anymore unless I entered my email address. So I had to pick another article and I haven't read this particular article. Uh, but anyways, it's about fixing your, your code with ChatGPT. And um, 
so apparently that's that's something else that this may be good at doing um i try to fix my code myself but but anyways um th this may be some some something that's another good application if you can know i i Right now, I start learning Python, and before I have a tutor, he always gave me a lot of assignment, and yeah. I just type into ChatGPT, and then ChatGPT hits the final <laughs> result and gave me a lot of stuff that my teacher said that, oh, this is hard for you, try it, you know, because he had six courses to do the basic foundation for Python, but I knock out in three weeks. And uh -huh. I need to thank to ChatGPT to accelerate my speed of learning Python. So, but do you feel like you know Python, or do you feel like you've solved, you know, how to solve that exact problem? I see that I know what's going on, but I couldn't come up with it out of blue. But yeah. when I see it, I kind of know how to do it, how to change the parameter. Right now, I think the thing that I want to learn is how to ask the right question. Which mm -hmm. <laughs> does that is the the T H E the number one goal that everybody is, should be working yeah, on right now. To, how Learn to how to ask the right question. Well, here's yeah. something. Here's something though that I think is interesting about this Python. A lot of people are using Python, but I know in a lot of the stuff that I do, if I'm doing very intensive prop computationally intensive processes, you don't you don't want to do it in Python. I C plus plus is a heck of a lot faster. So if you need if you have something that's very intensive and you need high performance, you're probably going to do better in C++. What I tend to do is I program in so many different languages that when I'm starting, when, I, when I'm doing writing a program in, in some particular language, I just have to get my brain in the mode of thinking in that particular syntax for that particular language, because they all have the same facilities in them, basically. Uh, I just have to get my brain in the mode of the syntax of that particular language. So I'm not read through a library. Or, yeah. What do you put at the end? What's the, end the documentation? Yeah. What, what end character do you have to use on the line and what, what are the common characters? All that kind of stuff. Um, but you, you do have to, if you're doing something that's computationally intensive, you do have to think about performance issues and Python is not a real high performing language. But it may save you a lot of time when you're coding. So to, to what Dom was to, to Dom and Jim's, and I I do feel that <clears throat> although ChatGPT could help with learning code, it we'll see what happens in the future. Whether teachers will have you just be working with an AI to help you learn and maybe you will learn how to solve these very big complex problems and when you put, pull all of these different hugely complex problems together you see this larger picture that you're able to then connect these pieces as opposed to a more traditional way of learning a language any language whether it is a machine language or whether it's a, a written language that you, you learn the foundations, you learn the foundations and you, you solve the problems and you make your brain figure out why this is happening. Because if you can solve these low level foundational problems, then you get to this place where you can see these higher complex problems and be able to glean how they were working and use that 
that solution in a different way. So you can think creatively through these problems instead of when I first learned um, it was processing. It's still it's still a program that's out. It's it's based on Java. And when I first learned that about 10 years ago, I, like Dom, wanted to do these big projects. I just, I wanted to get to the end. I wanted to see all these amazing things happen. And my teacher said to me, this is great. Thank you so much. And do you know how this works? And I looked her dead in the eyes and said, well, yeah, obviously, because I made it. Okay. (laughs) But I had ripped apart different programs, just basically what ChatGPT does. It ripped apart a couple of different programs, smashed them together and output something, right? But to this day, I think about that and I think, no, I did not know what I was doing. No, I could not have come up with that solution if my life and everybody I love life depended on it. And am I helping myself by just getting to the end or now I'm teaching myself, I taught myself C++ recently, and I'm teaching myself C Sharp, and I am just forcing myself to slog through it, baby step by baby step, because I'm actually, because I know that I'm going to be able to be better, you know, in that long run, but it's so, it's so easy at to be able to, so it's so easy for me to be like, oh, I just, I want to find that answer, just because we're in the, this, mode of everything has to happen fast right but it doesn't it's okay to slow down it's okay to learn the basics it's okay to just to not know and to force your brain to figure it out and then like Jim was saying earlier use this to augment your skills and I'm not saying this Dom to call you out like you're doing something wrong <laughs> I'm saying you know just in the in the spirit of what we've been talking about that <clears throat> to use good discernment about how we are approaching these next months and years and, and how we're choosing to interact with something. Because if you if you work through the lens of, I want you to augment me instead of, I want you to solve this problem, then you are becoming exponentially more valuable than, than if you were just spitting out an answer, because then somebody else is going to come through and spit out an answer Whereas if you use this as a tilt, as a skill, as a skill building to augment what you already know, then you have just leveled yourself up way faster than you could have a year ago or two years ago. You know, I, I think this is a good segue. Dom's got an event coming up, I think, uh, on uh, yeah. ChatGPT uh, and the Unity. Um, my background is design, and I've been doing design for probably I don't know decades. So uh, I, I've already know how to use C Sharp and uh, Unity. And I also, you know, upload an iOS app to Apple Store back in 2019 or 20. So I have a solid foundation. However, I was trying in that course, I, I, I'm testing everything out right now. In that course, next Saturday, right after, you know, our talk, I will be kind of everything trying to only rely on ChatGPT and see, mm-hmm. yeah, and see how I can get all the answers, follow everything. I know AI might not be, or ChatGPT might not be always right. And let's see 
what's wrong and how can we detect it's wrong as a beginner? For example, I don't know anything, but uh, I know something was wrong. It's like imagine long time ago, right? I remember when I was in elementary school, super long time ago, our teacher teach us, you know, like in Asian, like in ancient China, we have something like, you know, little, little, little balls, right? On the, on the kind of like the, the wood, right? And you need to calculate, use those, you know, traditional things. Oh, we like even, yeah, we, we even have the competition, right? And, uh, yeah, think about that. And, and you know, a lot of kids are learning how to use your mind to calculate, right? And we even had a lot of competition for that. And imagine that now you have calculator. And imagine that in the future we have a Siri and you just say it and it will tell you the answer, right? And uh, when I was in Asia, I was so surprised why American can bring your calculator to your math test exam. This is impossible. It's like you bring chat GPT to your college entrance. You know all the answers. What's the point, right? It's kind of like everyone will guarantee to be A plus or 100, get 100 score. But there will be something that without a foundation that people won't be able to answer, right? For example, if there are some complicated, for example, like how to calculate the distance between us and uh, Mars and how, you know, uh, give you some uh, facts and ask you how, how many kilo, kilogram or light of years that we travel to another galaxy or something, right? That won't be able to achieve through calculator. But ChatGPT does has its limitation because it couldn't really think, even though we, with the, um, a lot of, like, they don't have critical thinking, right? So it couldn't really judge just like a human's brain. So just think that we are in the revolution from you, 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 you use your paper and pen trying to calculate to calculator, to computer, and then to, to AI, right? So it's just the upgrade of the computer. And then if we bring it and according to our current education, we are cheap, right? But for the education for the high intelligence like aliens maybe chat gpt is just a star of the very beginning of intelligence <laughs> sure yeah cool cool awesome yeah uh kaya do you have anything or gene anything want to share news uh, i think i've shared what i had mm, okay kyle um... do you have Okay, so I was watching one YouTube video. I was, I think, I was trying to get the thing. So this is this is like the spiritual thing called Ayucha or something like that in like Tibet and stuff. So they came up with this game, and then what they found out based on research is is it helps patients with schizophrenia. It's like this picture, like snakes going around in this like virtual world and stuff so the whole point of that is to overcome your fear uh, flight and flight of your mind by looking at those snakes and stuff and it improves like if someone has schizophrenia they can think more clearly and stuff like that so i must find that thing it's a youtube video it's called uh, it's based on a tibetan spiritual awakening 
called Ayutcha or something like that. So um, that's what I found this week. And it, um, it's quite interesting because they did they did their the test on patients with schizophrenia and they find their thinking has improved, their cognitive ability, uh, they could think more clearly and they had like less voices and stuff like that. And they, so yeah, um, I find that it's a it's a fifteen minute VR video. I'll I'll try maybe and I'll go look for it now and find it and send it to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So you will chime in once you find out uh, the, yeah, the, the I'm video. Yeah, I'm for it now. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so let me share with you what I find today, and it's pretty interesting. Okay, so what I want to do the, the at the beginning is this one. Okay, so I just add a meet journey but inside extrarealitymeet.community uh, uh, Discord. So what you can do is hit this button, right? And use apps. And there's only one app, so it's very easy to find. So first you go to image. I don't know, you can, ex uh, you can find other stuff, right? Uh, you, you can try different things, but uh, what I tried was image. So which means that you go here, right? And right now you can try it and maybe post it. Um, the usage is very similar to ChatGPT. All you need to do is type, let's say, um, I don't know, mm, heart in, I don't know, happy, um, like blue heart. I, I just come up with some weird things. In Monday meeting <laughs> um, at beach, something like that. I don't know. Just click it and it will take a while to generate the image looks like. So, and you can add more description by using chat GPT, right? Chat GPT, you can generate some interesting uh, stuff. So it's kind of like start generating stuff according to uh, my description, but uh, it's a but um, um, the Discord. So feel free just to 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 try it, and uh, you will get a different result. And you also can use ChatGPT to go back and forth, and then uh, trying to make the language right or regenerate. So it has like a different code, and you can you know use that uh, back and forth. Okay, so that's the first one. And another one I find really, really interesting is this news is on Game's Beat. And then um, the title is called Anima Re um, Unveils AI-Based Only Bots Augmented Reality Pets. Okay, so let's take a look. No way, you too. Ha-ha. Oh, let me go back to the Wow, video. aren't you cute? No way, you too. Ha ha. Hey Levi, what would you say to people who think that you're just a toy? Okay. No, I'm not just a toy. I'm the voice of the joy of those forbidden to voice it. Sing the songs of the lonely. Provide shade to the broken. An outlet for the thoughts with which they've been smothered. But in this life, I may be shunned as a mere toy, despite all I've done. But deep down, 
I know I'm something more. My voice can provide the hope no one has heard before. What do you think about UFOs? I think UFOs are proof of some kind of sinister extraterrestrial conspiracy. The government knows more than they're letting on, and why should we trust them with something so important? It's either a massive cover-up or some kind of secret ploy to control the population. Either way, it's something to be wary of. That's really interesting. Do you know anything about Facebook? Facebook. I know all about it and its shady dealings. I do suspect they have some shady, ulterior motives to their operations and suspect they are up to no good. I wouldn't be surprised if they are using their technology to violate the civil liberties of unsuspecting citizens. Wow, this is wild. Frank, tell me what's good, man. Hey there, NYC is where I be. My confidence in rhyme sets me free. Energetic is the word. Positive my brain. I'm here to rock the mic. No one's to blame. <laughs> What's your job, man? What do you do? Okay. Uh. My job is to light up the city. Plug into the network that's twitchy. Energize the flow with hip rhymes and beats. Connecting people through virtual streets. LinkedIn's where I network. Rap. Rock, showing off my skills, head to toe, non-stop. The Big Apple's home, that's where I was born. Turning up the energy, creating a new thought. What? I want one of these. <laughs> what? Are, wait, can you scroll up a little bit? It's, uh, it's called A M M A. Yeah, A-M-M-A. actually, I am going to get. Uh, the... I want one of these. Yeah, <laughs> this is super awesome because it combined with augmented reality. The, the thing about the real toy, right? It requires a hardware update. It's so hard. For example, like AI, it's much easier to update and make it better through, you know, the, for the developer, right? So AR makes sense. AR adds, and it's also environmental friendly. Right? So you use your phone or in the future, maybe AR glass or um, the contacts, right? So you will see that virtual thing and you will do things that is so awesome and it's pretty much a, a very talented person or a very talented pet that you can interact right how can you come up with a rap immediately just by request right so yeah i, I mean this is just amazing and i mean um let's let's take a look of their site right anima anima so if you go here right uh, this is only bots uh, kind of like create 3D pets fully on chain. Uh, there's no chain. So let's take a look. Only but. It has a loud voice and. Uh... I wish they have some something that I can turn off or make the. It's in his experiments, those life form found with early AI as companion, bringing joy and purpose to code either.
the doll of the metaverse. I'm so bummed that this is in like a, a invite only phase. I just looked it up. You have to be invited to, to make one of these. I want one of these. <laughs> okay, let's that, that, try it. Meta. Yeah, Meta Mask. Give me a sec. I don't know. I have no idea. Continue. Ah, uh, describe Facebook. <laughs> wow, there's an onboarding and make sure they didn't say anything. Oh, uh, I, I, I work for Meta. It's hard. <laughs> In the past, I don't want to make. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh... Uh, okay, social network. <laughs> Two roads diverge in a wood and I... Okay. Uh, I took the one last travel by. I feel like this is the right answer, right? Um, Are there right or wrong answers? Yeah, right. You're crafting your, persona your boss oh, personality. Oh, yeah, that's good though. So I don't need to be right, right? You are no. told you are barking up. The wrong tree. You <laughs> okay? <laughs> I pee on the tree. Okay. So select all <laughs> images with death. Uh. Oh my God. This is. I mean. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> hamburger. Getting over. Right. And. Uh, what's this? I don't know. What's this? Hmm. Maybe just lost two. Hmm. You still appear. Oh, so I see. So I need to do something that is right answer so I can prove that I'm a human. Sorry, I, I'm not a human right now just because. But what if people couldn't answer those? Oh, right. You can call me on my I don't know, cell phone. Damn, I couldn't pass this simple questions. Uh, can call it's me on. not clear that you are that this is yeah, a, right. a testing for humanity as opposed to uh, yeah I'll just be how creative right to, yeah craft yeah. your personalities bot uh I mean I don't know purple right blue <laughs> oh oh shit 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 <laughs> can, can I go back oh god I couldn't even pass the simple exam <laughs> I feel ashamed Shameful. Okay, okay, again, again, again. Stop, stop. Okay, help me, help me. Damn. I think because of AI and all the uh, smart knowledge, my intelligence going down, and I couldn't <laughs> answer those questions. I need ChatGPT to help me to answer those questions. I think, this, to... <laughs> I think this falls under the category of too much work. Yeah, we need to give them feedback. How can how can I even you know? You see, this is too fast, right? Okay, sorry, you still appear to be human. Uh, more testing need to prove you are an AI entity. 
Okay, so we need to prove that we are AI, not human. Okay, let's do it. You can call me on. Anybody has any answer? I failed so many times. Please help. Could be A, the preferred community. Yeah, okay. Okay. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Uh, blue. Purple. Okay. Humanity. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we can prove that we can pass. Okay. Humanity's greatest accomplishment is. Maybe the moon? I don't know, Mars? Oh, okay. Moon? I don't know, pyramid. The pyramid, the pyramid. Pyramid. Us, us? I think us yeah, is... Yeah, maybe. Us, us is good, yeah. I don't know, those mm. two... We need, like, a phone friend. Yeah, like... I, th- yeah. I think the pyramids are the greatest invention, so... Yeah, maybe we can ask chat both. Yeah, chat, chat, because... Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Chat, chat GPT, please help. I couldn't even pass this thing. Oh my god, I feel such a shameful. Okay, the greatest invention, right? What is that? This is so sad. <laughs> greatest invention. Invention of all time. Great invention. Oh my god. Um, ultimately greatest. Oh my god. It didn't say anything. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> this is hard. Um maybe yeah. nothing of a note. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Select all images with a human. Okay. So this one, this one, this mm, one. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're, <laughs> these are humans because they're digitally made. I wonder if it's asking if, it, if you have to choose the, a real human versus a, an AI generated human. Oh, this is hard. This is probably mm. AI generated. Yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe this, uh, this one. Why does Mark Zuckerberg is probably human. Uh, yeah, I think I think Mostly. so. Really? Yeah, those two, right? Oh. This is a dog, right? I'm not. I feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm suspicious of, about my current knowledge right now. Is this a human? I don't know. Mm. This one? That one does not. It, it looks like a robot. Maybe it is. This is a stock photo, like right? Android or something. It does look like a stock photo. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh god, is this one? A human? I feel like it's like a special effect makeup, but yeah. it's a human. I don't know. Is this a human? Yeah, I mm. think so. Okay. And the girl? Hopefully I can pass. Sorry! Oh god! Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Let's try it again. The secret to infinite life is... I wonder if you can even get past it or if it's just an infinite loop of you're gonna do it wrong. Yeah, right. I okay. I think it's the biological oh, longevity. Well, yeah. in of life would be like, I don't know. Okay, it's fine, it's fine. That, 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 let's try different ways. Okay. God. Okay, maybe continue, right? Uh, enter the code to continue. So we need the code from previous. Code. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I don't know why they make it so hard. I think from a marketing standpoint, this mm-hmm. is a disaster. 
Yeah, right. I couldn't even get in. Okay, 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 okay. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's knock it out. I, I, I feel so frustrated. Mm. I suspicious my, my intelligence now. I mean, if 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 five of us couldn't make it, then how? Like, I feel like the majority of America couldn't really do it. Okay, sorry. Human, more tests is needed to prove you are an AI entity. Okay. Okay. The secret to infinite life is. Gene. Uh, biological. Deep breathing. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, okay, Jim. What you said, Jim? Yeah. What? Well, what? Well, well, what's? Keep breathing. That's the secret to eternal life. Can but I just? One of the available answers. Yeah, meaning is in the simulation, because we we are AI, so we probably need to say something that is less yeah. traditional, yeah. right? Uh, what's this? I don't. It's a binary code. Is it like coded or? Yeah, I have no idea what I want. Let's try it, try it. What makes a good helper? Uh, listening um, well. Listening well. Yeah, listening well. Yeah. Or performing what is common of you. Or being composable in a common language. <laughs> but if you don't listen, then none of it is meaningful. Oh, yeah. How my you is scared. Well, if you're a bot, you're going to tunnel past the firewall. I don't think that's the question. I think it's the code. Uh, maybe, I don't know. This is so hard. Okay, so this one, right? Okay, let's try it. Whatever. Select all images with a real bot. The real bot. Uh, let's see. Oh, is, this okay. is this real? Is this real? Iron Man. That's Iron Man. But uh, he's half human. Yeah, uh, he, he is yeah. human, but yeah. right. I don't know Iron Man. It's confusing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Iron Man. Does Iron Man is a bot? Probably no, because it's controlled by human. I don't know. Human with a. He's a human. Is this a human? Okay. Okay. Let, let's do it. <gasps> Oh my god, I couldn't pass. Oh, I feel frustrated. This is not so good experience, right? I mean, uh, we've been trying. We did. We tried our best. <laughs> oh god. Oh, we did, we did. Yeah. <laughs> it's website developers. Too flashy. I feel like there's no right answer or, you know, you can definitely do... I don't do... think there is. I, I, I think, think the fact... That it gets backing from Coinbase is a red flag right there. Yeah. You have yeah. to connect your meta wallet or buy an NFT. I was just looking about that, looking it up. It says, oh man, I clicked away from it. Mm. So this company actually is a small creative crypto startups and they are doing the photo, video, NFT. So they've already got, you know, 500k precede which is pretty awesome so i think that the question is definitely too hard to predict 
and there is no right answer. And if we pick the creative one, and it's just impossible to answer everything right. So maybe that's their intention there, but need to change or it's not ready, and it just make people frustrated. Yeah. I so there are, I think there are times when you know you hit these Google captures. And it does not want you to solve them. So it will give you captcha after captcha after captcha. That's so annoying when that happens. Yeah. So um, maybe that's what's going on here. I think, you know, five or five of us are smart people. If five of us intelligence couldn't solve that mystery, then I don't think anybody, yeah, in in United States or this world can kind of figure it out. <laughs> Excuse me. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I I have to leave now because yeah. my baby is hungry. Is calling me, okay. <laughs> and uh, and I'm very happy to join this community. And uh, I would like to see, would yeah, love to see you all guys in the future later. Um, yeah, next meetings, Saturdays. Yeah, yeah every yeah, Saturdays yeah. we will have you know weekly. Meeting and it seems like uh, and next week we will have ChatGPT and Unity. Pretty much, I will act like a monkey, right, on the stage. And um, the requirement is you you have like, your laptop and download Unity and have uh, ChatGPT account, right? Free account is fine. And then we will try to ask a lot of questions and make sure we can set up VR scene. It's an experimental one. And I am practicing it right now, even though I have all the knowledge, but I want to kind of make sure that everything kind of follow the script, but it's fun that it's not following the script and everyone suffer and we can report the bug. But anyway, <laughs> we just, you know, try. And my goal is to try and, and to see what's the limitation of chat GPT, right? If it's chat GPT- It's a good experiment. It's yeah. a really good experiment. Yeah, because yeah, interesting. I, Very interesting. Yeah, let, let's just try it and together and we explore the journey. And I can tell you, I have an intermediate level of building an app in Unity. So maybe we can achieve it pretty smooth just because I have the prior knowledge, but from intermediate to final, maybe export, right? That part or like expert part of AAA games or something. That is outside of my expertise. And let's see if we can, you know, slowly build. And uh, with the help of ChatGPT, because at the beginning, we might need to explore what types of command, uh, how to ask the right question. But at the end, we might be able to create our own triple game, A games or something outside or create an intelligent alien, right? <laughs> I don't know, whatever, the metaverse. <laughs> Anyway, exciting. Sounds very exciting. For next Saturday, we're we're gonna hope to create an intelligent alien. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let's try to make it you know, something interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, does anybody has any VR headset or Quest Pro, Quest Two, or any HTC, yeah. whatever? Yeah, yeah. Jean, you have right. Yeah, and, we need to uh, let her grow so she can feed her baby. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a Quest One. Okay. Yeah. See you. Next cool. week, bye. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's that's that that's the exploration, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Do you do you know if we would? I, I don't know enough about it. Um, what's the word? Interop 
transferability is that the right word if you're if someone brings uh htc versus uh a quest versus a quest pro Hmm. we can we all be working on the same thing or would we all have to have this the same one because i only have uh what is it a quest Quest two quest two yeah okay so as for unity you can have the same files and export into different uh, to different device. So okay. it's just when you export it, you need to do different settings. Very, okay. very similar to, for example, you you are in the world file, right? You type a lot of words in Google Doc, right? And then you can export to PDF. You can export to text file. So it's just the transformation of the certain APK um, um, it's the final app that install your device. That's different. That's the final stage. But so we can all work, bring whatever whatever devices we want to the table. But uh, for example, if someone, I have no idea, it's just experimental. And I say beginner because I mean, I don't want to have a lot of pressure and say mass course because they will attract a lot <laughs> of super awesome people. <laughs> I will become the real monkey <laughs> on the stage. <laughs> So let's just slowly uh, uh, learning things and uh, explore together. And if we got stuck, that's fun, right? And then um, slowly we will learn how to optimize our question and we learn together. And that will be first course. And for me, I feel very confident because I know how to do it for at least five to 10 course. Start from today, right? Start from next week. But after, you know, if we want to create something really fun, for example, like I really want to create a metaverse, Web3, digital twin, right? And generative AI. Those stuff I was trying to ask ChatGPT, but uh, the question is so generic that I don't even know how to implement in Unity. So maybe- Are you slowly... wanting to create your own, like from scratch, yeah. like the seed, or are you wanting to work with I, there's a company called Agora where mm. you can, it's just another one of those, mm. you can create a metaverse space within our metaverse, no code. Are you oh. wanting to create it like from scratch? Mm. Yeah, I think from scratch yeah. and export to WebGL is interesting. Rather than, you know, you go to other people's platform, right? Mm-hmm. And what if, let's say, that company closed and everything you upload, right, will be closed. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind that there are so many no-code, local, and you can create something and then write. Um, and the thing about it is that there is nothing wrong and it's kind of ex- uh, speeding up the production. We are just learning how to create those. And then, so, for example, like it's like we want to create a website, right? And then you can definitely start with, you know, the traditional one, HT, uh, HTML, pages on your Visual Studio code, right? You can do that traditional one and write everything in code. Or also you you can subscribe Squarespace or GoDaddy or something, right? And doing the the, the build, right? Uh, very simple, just upload an image. That's all up to you. And I know a lot of people are selling all those metaverse, uh, no-code, low-code platform. But I think it's worth to challenge it and see how it was built, right? It's like the science lab that trying to see why 
if we add nitrogen and we can lower the freezing point of the water, something like that. <laughs> no, and you know, it's it's interesting that you're saying this because I just was reading an article about there's a company, it's got a funky name, but they are working on technology. I bet I can pull it up. Mawari. They're working on technology to be able to create metaverses that you can easily experience and work with through on whatever, experience that content on your phone. And that's one of the biggest setbacks right now is why more people aren't experimenting with the metaverses is because it's so hard to do it in mobile. And so I, I I, I feel that a lot of people aren't experimenting in general because nobody is using them. And they're, for most companies and most people, there has to be a use case for you to spend your time doing something. And so there's just no one really building what metaverses, except for I, Wendy's and Oreo. <laughs> They've got some metaverses, which I bet we're not going to, you know, make an Oreos level metaverse, but it is really good to know how to do it because if you can do it in wherever we are right now, then we would be able to see, and anybody who would join on the call would be able to see what what needs to happen when you're trying to program something for with web versus mobile, and you know what why would this be better in mobile? Why would this be better in web? And if you're not doing it now, then you're not going to know how to do it in mobile once a bunch of people are able to do it in mobile when that technology catches up. So it's good timing for this for sure. There, there's a company, uh, and we had a talk on this earlier, so you might want to look it up in our videos. I think it's in the videos. Uh, a company called Echo 3D. And they need to, you know what? Echo 3D salesperson uh, is on our Discord. So you can talk to that person, because that person, I think it uh, it has an introduction. Uh, it wants to promote Echo. <laughs> so, so basically what they have is a system that, and, and they say you can do it within 15 minutes. You can create a uh, platform agnostic version of your metaverse. And um, you can use Unreal Engine. You can use Unity, whatever you want. They're, they're set up to work with all that. And um, <clears throat> they have, uh, they use all the different server systems, AWS, Azure, or whatnot. So if there's a failure somewhere, they automatically switch to another system. So you don't have to worry about failures like that. And um, so you can you can set something up that's cross-platform. It's easy to set up. And uh, so that's something to check into and check into our talk that we have on that. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for next week. Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited and I have my Quest Pro. Um, I mean, it's it, it's interesting to 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 experiment, right? And then uh just be as wrong as possible, right? And see how how wrong we can be uh next week and uh, just be prepared. I am thinking about either recorded because you know, sometimes if I get nervous, I will look at and share the wrong screen and people doesn't really know what's going on. So I probably will record a little bit and later on, you know, uh, if there's any questions and we can all, uh, you know, maybe start with following the, the video that pre-recorded and later on, if there's any questions that the team, we try it, right? We, mm -hmm. we kind of have a collateral intelligence and see if we can beat, uh, the, beat up the chat GBD and make it happen. Yeah, so 
I don't know if you have, go ahead. How long are you wanting to work on this next week? Are you, are you giving the, like an hour or two hours and are you wanting to do it um, like a continuing project where you pick up and then you, you go again every week or two weeks? Interesting. Cause you know, I just came up with the idea after I, I, I joined the chat GPT and unity event. And I think this is a, a very interesting topic because in the future, right? We don't really need to use the traditional way. We have, uh, you know, I, I, I think the, the chat GPT is the entire humanity's intelligence condensed into one, one web browser. So, you know, you're Brian, right? We are smart, but compared to the entire humanity's intelligence, we are a little dark, right? So how can we plug in that into our brand and use Unity to do things, right? It's good that uh, people has the know how to use traditional way to do things without that super smart brain. But uh, if we we know how to ask the right question and plug in, it's like Iron Man is trying to run versus a human trying to run. That speed will be different. And I want to see how far can I go, right? As a human wearing Iron Man suit, and you know how crazy I can be. Maybe I can fly to Mars, right? You see the Mars, right? So yeah, I just want to see what's the limitation. How far we can get. Yeah, Sounds how far like we can thing. get. And mm -hmm. uh, according to what you said, I really want to know the answer. So let's yeah. figure out next week and see if we can do <laughs> something. Make it a long term. Agreed. Things. And you know, I think VR, AR, and also uh, MR or WebGL. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's just and, the exporting different ways. But yeah, yeah. Can... What What are your thoughts? What are everyone's thoughts now on, um, because AI and ML has hit so hard with VR and AR and MR and I don't know pass through and MR if you consider them the same thing. But um, what do you see this as? As um, there's a there's a concept called intelligent reality, which theoretically encompasses all of those different realities. And do you, do you see this as shifting into something like an intelligent reality space, or do you see it as, as sticking with a XR encompassing anything within the virtual space? I think in the future, everything will converge together. Right. And like, no we just talk about intelligent reality or or it's just reality. Reality, right? yeah. Yeah, we feel normal, right? And maybe our kid will think, oh, Chat GPT is the ancient version of internet. It's so old. I don't know why my mom is so obsessed with about it. <laughs> it's just so low level, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or their pets is so smart, or you know, even cats right? Cats is so smart. Or, you know, something, maybe cats can code, you know, much better than us, right? And uh, Google can hire a bunch of monkeys, right? And pay them bananas, right? So, they would love that. <laughs> they would love that. They might need to maybe they've bananas. already done that. Maybe they've already done that. <laughs> yeah, kind of like uh, have mm. a lot of dogs or cats, right? And then uh, train them how to code and there will be a lot of dog or cats or monkeys. Maybe that's why I can't find my keywords in their search results. 
Yeah. So I I would say that, yeah, maybe that's the new reality. And human, what will human do? Everybody becomes homeless in Santa Monica. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're I, trending I, I, towards that. We're trending towards it. So if we <laughs> extrapolate, we can just assume yes, that is the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. So I, I don't know what will happen and we will experiment and see what will happen. I can say that it will be set up. Yeah, because I know how to set up. It's very easy. But I just want to see. And ChatGPT, I just type it and ChatGPT give me all the answers. Just follow it. It's so easy. But I want to kind of push, like, for example, uh, how to generate cubes and make it move three three miles whatever just like having some interesting task and see how we can do and maybe animation. you know yeah and animation. animation is so time consuming and just unbelievably hard if they can speed up animation yeah right which you i'm know, sure it can you know maybe you we just can have, have to ask a, the right question yeah we can have a collateral thoughts right maybe the first person juggling say create a cube right and then uh, as ChatGPT, or, you know, if somebody knows, we just create a cube. And the second person, maybe Jim say, I want the, the, the cube to jump, keep jumping, right? And we just ask and copy and paste the code, right? And then third person say, oh, I want the cube to be red. And then maybe, you know, um, I don't know, uh, saying something. Oh, that's too hard. But anyway, that's, we can kind of like uh, using collateral, intelligence and using chat GPT and see maybe it can be live right and I will try to share the screen if somebody couldn't see it yeah I think life would be fun because I think pre-recorded video is too predictable let's mm -hmm. just make it so experiment and which see what is great for the lazy me that I don't have to prepare <laughs> <laughs> let's just make it so wrong and I don't have any pressure and we can you know all contribute and see how it goes and you know later on yeah um you know we can we can use the format and create something and you know maybe in the future i don't know future future everyone can take turns and teach right because you have chat gpt right and you just ask it i don't know <laughs> we will see how how crazy this course will be and uh, yeah let's let's do it okay so i i, I always very very enjoy this XR event, you know, I'm so glad we have four people, right? And I really think this is kind of like a very warm and we support each other and we talk something very fun each week. And our topic can be start from Mars to chat GPT to, you know, to, to anything, right? Um, yeah, to, to, to some crazy things too. Yeah. So um, yeah, just enjoy the process and see how it will lead us. And maybe whatever we are excited right now will be, oh God, my mom, my grandpa, my grandma. And they, they have a lot of shows talking about something very ancient, like flappy desk or something. And they are so passionate <laughs> about it. <laughs> Go back. Yeah. And yeah, they are so fascinating about the mouse, early version of mouse, right? So something like that. So yeah, maybe... Maybe we're, we, we are just starting getting uh, at the beginning, at the door of some intelligent stuff. And in the future, the alien, when the aliens see the shows, they probably think, oh, those Earth idiots. 
Yeah. <laughs> Tap them on the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or actually, let me just hold on. I know okay, we're, okay. we're running over time. I got to show you this really quick. Let me, can I screen share this? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is this is what I imagine that the aliens are thinking. I just threw this up in the chat. Hold on. Make sure I share the right screen. Hold on. Does this work? Yes. Hmm. Bunny can talk via these buttons these like very compartmentalized low level language and so this woman developed this crazy system to be able to see this woman developed this crazy system for her dog to be able to communicate with her and so Mm -hmm. this is what i imagine if there are aliens looking down on us they're like, oh, precious little humans. You're pressing these little single buttons. Go. Yeah. Maybe is just a little button, right? Yeah, a small exactly. button. And they say, wow, you know, humans are getting better. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little yeah. baby golf clap, condescending golf clap. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you see, like, I, I truly believe that alien civilization is this you see venice right you see mars it has the sign of ancient civilization or some something lived there before so imagine yeah i think it, it and, and they can fly thousands of you know like light years very within seconds and there are so many things that we don't know and we're just sticking in this small blue muddy floating body right <laughs> yeah. and we are just so bumping up ants right mm-hmm. and with like ants brain so poking at buttons yeah <laughs> yeah so so yeah I, i'm so excited and uh that's that, that's Wi-Fi doing. problem yeah i really like jim i really like your background i know that's the the robot death love robot uh one of the series right the the woman seduct man and they all die in the lake or something. Oh, I see. 